Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. This ain't no half-stepping Monday. You better bring what you got or get moved out your spot. I'm your host, OG, and as always, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. I got what you need to clear up all your sports inquiries from the weekend. Let's dive right in. We're going to start with college football, as always. See what happened in the collegiate game this weekend. We got number one, Georgia versus Kentucky. This was a game for a half. Then the Dogs even shut down everything on the way to a 30-13 route. Dogs win. They remain atop the standards at number one. Number two, Iowa versus Purdue. Plain and simple, the Hawkeyes, glowing in their highest ranking ever, forgot they had a game. Purdue's defense gave them the spark they needed. Four interceptions. Purdue, 24-7. Iowa falls. Number three, Cincinnati versus UCF. Newsflash, everybody. The Bearcats are for real. They roll 56-21. Number four, Oklahoma versus TCU. The suspense is over. The Sooners have a new quarterback, true freshman from the DMV, Caleb White. He has Oklahoma playing like everybody thought they would. The Orange Frogs were shorthanded as all-world running back Evans was sidelined with a foot injury. The, no, the new sheriff in town put his foot down, imposed his will. Sooners win 52-31. Number five, Alabama versus Mississippi State. The tie came out, all business, punched Mississippi State in the mouth. This, this performance left Mississippi, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach speechless. And if you know who Mike Leach is, that's a tall task in itself. The tie rolls 49-9. Then we had Oregon versus Cal. I mean, the Ducks have been more focused the last two weeks after suffering that loss. They pull away late 24-17. Then we got number 10, Michigan State versus Indiana. The Spartans, they stay, they stay on course. Indiana made it close. They made it close late, but Sparty all day, 20-15. to 15. Then we had Oklahoma State versus Texas. Don't look now. The Cowboys are 6-0 after outlasting the Longhorns, 32-24. Texas, you have a problem, and it's your defense. Two double-digit leads blown in consecutive weeks. That hot seat is getting hotter again for Coach Sark. Good luck with that. Number 13, Ole Miss versus Tennessee. This game was going to be toxic from the start. Lane Kiffin returning to Knoxville after taking the job, then boating to USC for his dream job. Well, the dream was over quick, and he has Ole Miss in contention for championship now. This game was tight throughout, but turned ugly in the final minutes when the Vols didn't get a first down that the fans thought he did. Video showed he clearly didn't get it. But it was close enough to give unruly fans an excuse to throw things on the field, almost hitting Lane Kiffin with a golf ball. At this point, the game was 31-26 Ole Miss. But in all actuality, it should have been called. Crap like this can't be tolerated. NCAA should have made a phone call. My kid wouldn't have been in that situation. I would have pulled him off the field. Something needs to be done. Somebody needs to be fine. Somebody needs to be gone. Put them cameras on and get these hooligans out of college athletics. That's all I got to say on that. Number 17, Arkansas versus Auburn. The Razorbacks, usually the, the buzzsaw cutting through their opponents, but Bo Nix, yes, Bo Nix, the Auburn quarterback made some great plays, and the Razorbacks coaching staff with some questionable calls that led to their team's demise. Auburn, 38-23. Number 18, ASU versus Utah. The Sun Devils were sailing along. Then the Utah team we expected to see showed up 
After the tragic death of their running back and the departure of their transfer portal quarterback, the Utes dominate the second half, winning 35-21. Number 19, BYU versus Baylor. The Cougars put together some impressive wins or ranked teams, while the Bears were not impressed at their homecoming. Robert Griffin, RG3 on hand. They handed them a 38-24 loss. Shout out to my daughter, Trinity Sikkim Bears. Number 20, Florida versus LSU. The Gators played number one Alabama to a standstill, then lost on a crazy blocked field goal attempt to Kentucky. Bad luck found them again Saturday as injury-ridden LSU beat them 49-42. And they lost a win like this for LSU, you would think they would put some uh, – Give that coach some some credit. Well, he got his walking papers after the 49-42 win. Coach O was out of there. The seat was hot. They've had enough. He's going to finish out the season, but he's no longer the LSU coach. Crazy world we live in. Number 21, Texas A&M versus Mizzou. After beating the number one team, people figured emotion was going to be high. But the Aggies, they didn't take it into consideration. They came in. They held it down. They rolled Mizzou, rolled over Mizzou 35-20. 35-14. Number 22, North Carolina State versus BC. The Wolfpack, the Wolfpack kept pace in the down ACC this year by smoking the tough BC squad 33-7. Other games of interest, my boys at Texas Tech versus Kansas. The Red Raiders pulled up, pulled it together to roll Kansas 41-14. Congrats to my guys. Number 7, Adrian Fry. Number 32, Tyreek Matthews. Guns up. UNC versus Miami in a marathon that the Tar Heels pulled out, 45-42. Mac Brown is his old defensive coordinator. Maybe he need another defensive coordinator because I don't think Manny's going to be there too much longer. Miami's a mess. Then finally, Vitek versus Pittsburgh. Vitek got a man by undefeated Pittsburgh squad, 28-7. We're going to go to our HBCU watch. Imagine this, Jackson State's homecoming vits, Alabama State, 55,000 on hand in attendance. Coach Prime and the Tigers avenged the loss from last spring. It's no fun when the Rabbits got the gun. This game was not on ESPN because now HBCU games are getting streamed more than the Power Five. The call to uh, combine the SWAC and the MEAC has big-time college football in a panic. Coach Prime said, we are the show. And one day soon, they're going to they're gonna know and understand that we're the show. Fun facts, JSU's crowd was bigger than the Alabama versus Mississippi State game. Yes, I know it was homecoming, but soon this will be the norm. You heard it here first. Support, support your HBCUs. I want, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to shout out to Jamel Johnson, who blocked the punt for Bridgewater's College as they beat uh, Apprentice 27-7. For homecoming, his dad's from my hood, James Johnson Jr. Shout out to him. Shout out to Big Poke Chop. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows the Johnson boys. Good looking kid, number 87 in your program. Okay, let's move on to the NFL wrap up from this weekend. First game was in London. We had Miami versus Jacksonville. Oh, how, oh, how many ways did the Dolphins screw this game up? This was not on tour. This was all on the coaching staff. Bad decisions in regards to field position and plays called. Trevor Lawrence showed why he was worthy of the number one pick. Ended the 20-game losing streak. If Miami is getting a new quarterback, 
Maybe they need a new, a new coach. A new coach is in order too. That was pathetic. We had Green Bay versus Chicago. The Bucks defense kept it close early, and the rookie quarterback Fields held his own. But second half, Rodgers shows why he's one of the best to ever do it. Along with uh, Aaron Jones on the ground, it was too much for the Bears. Then we had Cincinnati versus Detroit. I sincerely thought the Lions would rise to the occasion at home. Wrong. They looked as hapless as ever, and Joe Barrows buried them. It was a home game, just wondering, is it time to break out the paper bags? This was bad. And then the coach at the press conference, he hasn't learned his lesson yet. First he's crying, and now he's calling out the quarterback. That's not going to build camaraderie, my guy, because you're probably going to be gone this year, and he probably will too. Good luck, Lions. Then we had the Texans versus Indy. Texans versus Indy. Speaking of bad, the teams look dismal. The coach beat them in every category possible. Jonathan Taylor ran wild. Texans, Texans had no shot. I don't even know why this game was on TV. I'm just saying. The Rams versus New York Giants. The poor play continues. The Giants get Daniel Jones back, but it really didn't matter. The little brief lead that they had didn't last long, and the Rams dismantled them. It's clear Joe Judge has lost his team. Jason, Jason Garrett, get it ready for your close-up again. We had KC versus the Washington football team. The Washington football team retired Sean Taylor's jersey. Very nice gesture. Waited, wasted on this team, on this game's Wasted on this game. Patrick Mahomes finally got the Chiefs offense, offense clicking, and it was curtains for the Washington football team. Shout out to Sean Taylor and his family. Uh, RIP, my brother. You got Minnesota versus Carolina. The Panthers jumped out early, but Captain Kirk led the Vikings back along with Dalvin Cook. Frantic comeback by the Panthers at the end, but they fell short in overtime. Watch out for the Vikes. Chargers versus Baltimore. For all my rants about Mr. Herbert being the real deal, well, he is. So is Mr. Jackson. But it was the Ravens' D at home that shut the Chargers' high-powered offense down and made Mr. Herbert look average. Well, Lamar was Lamar, and the Ravens took care of business. Arizona versus Cleveland. Battle of the former roommates and Heisman Trophy winners. It wasn't close. Kyler Murray put on a show while Baker struggled all day. No Chubb, and once again, Odell Beckham was not a factor. They want to say Baker's not the guy. Well, what's the defense's excuse? The, the Cardinals looked unstoppable. Okay, but then we go into Denver versus the Raiders. Well, maybe I was wrong about Denver and Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, uh, you know, with the, with the scandal going on with the Raiders, you didn't think they would come out with a performance like this. And show up, they did. They annihilated Denver. And Vic Fangio is back on the hot seat after a 3-0 start with, with the Broncos. Not a good look. <sighs> then we have probably the game of the day. We had Dallas versus New England. Dallas should have blown New England out despite the poor decisions by the head coach. New England hung around, as I predicted. And if I thought if it came close, the difference would be the head coach's decisions. Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore were terrible under the gun but somehow ended up winning they almost gave charlie check down his defining moment as a rookie thank god not on my watch 
We had a block punt. We had a fumble. We had a pick six. We had everything we needed to steamroll this two and three average team. Yet we needed an overtime where we stepped, where we were a step slow all day. Michael Parsons, stop talking. You were out of position all day. Mr. Diggs tried shutting the door, but you can't shut the door and then give up a TV play on the next play. But that wasn't his fault because the safety, I don't know what the safety was doing at that point in time. The boys are still a work in progress. They are my team, but I see the holes. Changes need to be made. Jalen Smith deserved better. Dan Quinn is not, not, I repeat, he is not our savior. Then we have the late game, Seattle versus Pittsburgh. To be a Sunday night game, watching this was the equivalent of watching paint dry. Pittsburgh jumped out early, but stalled enough to get Geno and the Seahawks offense on track. But it was Pittsburgh's defense and Mr. Watt who got, got them in position for the field goal and the win. Both teams need to play better. Okay, uh, and beat OG, my, 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 I got my five guys picking against me with the games. The winner this week was my guy Biz, a.k.a. the Black Panther. Congratulations, my guy. He only lost one out of the, one out of the seven games. Okay, we're going to roll over to the WNBA. The Chicago Sky and Candace Parker, mission complete. She returned home and anchored the team with her uh, veteran leadership, and the Sky slayed the Giants. Literally, Brittany Griner is a beast. She was nothing to, nothing to hang her head about with this. Her and the duo of her and Diana Taurasi just wasn't enough to stop the upstart Sky. Uh, Allie quickly led the Sky with 26. Uh, Kalia Copper was huge all series. She ended up being the MVP. Uh, along with Courtney Vandersloot, love the name, kept the uh, Sky focused. But congratulations, this should, this should, this should have been a sweep. If it wasn't for the refs in the game before this, but it but it was great basketball. It was even though, like I said, even though it was three to one, uh, I was very impressed by the, the. I watch female basketball, but not like that. But hell, I I like watching them better than I like watching the guys. They they play better. I'm just saying, give the give the WNBA and the, and the women some love. They deserve it. Switching gears to Major League Baseball, the Astros versus the Red Sox. The series is tied one one. Game three is tonight. Then we have the Braves and the Dodgers. Series is two old Braves. The Dodgers got themselves in a little hole. We'll see how that turns out. Moving on to the NBA. Guess who showed up at practice? Ben Simmons, I'm going to say this one more time. You better eat some humble pie, keep your mouth shut, and pray for a trade. Philly hates cowards, especially quitters. Four years left on your contract, no leverage. You might need to hire another agent. Rich Paul was really feeling himself when he made this move. So Zion Williamson, pay attention. This could be you. Soon. AD had an expiring contract, so it was, so it was easy for him to get over to the Lakers with LeBron. But LeBron is at the end of it. Rich Paul and the, the power struggle in the NBA is soon going to be over. And everybody that's represented by Rich Paul is going to be a target. Think about that. John Wall is making the rounds. Hopefully, for a contender, we'll pick him up. He parted ways with the Rockets. But with his contract, it's going to be hard for people to pick him up without, without at least another party involved. Hopefully, he gets to a contender. I'm hoping he gets to the Clippers. Hell, I'm hoping they send him back to D.C. But, hey, that's just wishful thinking. So, good luck. Good luck to John.
The Suns signed Bridges to four years, 90 mil, but won't max out Andre Ayton. The young big man played big in the playoffs, not so much in the finals. So what's the problem? But you signed Chris Paul to a four-year, $120 million. Trust me, he's not worth that. Not at this point in his career. You better take care of the big guy, because if you won't, somebody else will. I mean, it's not a big man's game anymore, but still, that young boy balled out and needs to be, he should be the cornerstone for the next couple of years. Chris Paul's not going to be there for four years. I guarantee you that. D'Angelo Ball was, was signed and cut by the Hornets. He is with their G League affiliate. Apparently, they, it's confusing. Apparently, they had to cut him to guarantee his contract for the G League. So, I don't know how that goes, but that's what they said. Moving on, Kevin Durant thinks the whole uh, Kyrie situation will work out. I don't see Kyrie coming off the cross anytime soon. And look at Steve Nash trying to be decisive, decisive about something. Too bad he's not as, as passionate about in-game adjustments. Him as a coach is a joke. I mean, I understand he got time to grow and get better, but don't get on here and try to play the tough guy because it's a big issue when you can't play tough guy in a damn game. Kevin Durant saved you too many times last year. Go ahead and make this about Kyrie, buddy. And your ass is going to be out of there, too. You and the GM. That's all I'm saying. The man has the right to pick whether he wants to vax or not. That's all I'm saying. Steph Curry dropped 41 in the preseason finale. Ladies and gentlemen, the Warriors are going to be a problem. This, Even barring injuries, even if they don't get clay back, they deeper this year. They're probably deeper than they were. When they, when they won the championship. And Steph is seasoned now. He has the mentality. And he's seasoned. And he's the unquestionable leader now. He's just not the, the guy on the billboard. He is the guy now. Draymond, check yourself. Because trust me. The Steph now, he's going to check you. Late news coming in. Uh, Jaron Jackson, four years, $105 million. Good deal considering his injuries. But when he's well, he's a problem. Him and John Morant, they're the future down there. So, good luck with him. Okay. Come to the end of it here. Uh, I want to shout out the WGMS girls basketball team, my little cousin Harmony. They go for their uh, ninth win tomorrow. They're undefeated. Good luck to the girls. I'm sorry I don't know everybody's name. Uh, Harmony is number 24. We have number 12, number 1, and number 2. Uh, if you want to watch them on Facebook, Deborah Plummer, is she is the videographer, uh, D-E-B-R-A-P-L-U-M-M-E-R. She usually broadcasts the games live. Check out the girls, some good girls uh, basketball. If you know of any athlete that needs to be shouted out, I love to see the kids shine. Just hit me up, let me know, and, I, and I'll give them their due. Nothing like uh, kids doing their thing. So enjoy your Monday. Uh, last night, last but not least, shout out two legends of hip hop, Big Daddy Kane and KRS One. I don't care who you think won, who you think won. Whenever we get legends like this, we all win, especially being from my era. So long live the Kane and KRS is still number one because my man Michael Ball said so. If you don't know who Michael Ball is, he's the number one KRS One fan in the world, and that's my man. Shout out to Mike Ball. I also want to give a special shout-out to one of my best friends in the world, Miss Teresa Hardwick. I don't talk to her as much as I used to, but I still love her. She's the best friend you could ever have. I want to wish her a happy birthday. Her birthday was yesterday. So if you see her, give her a hug. Tell her happy birthday. 
that's all I have for today. It's your boy OG. Enjoy your Monday, and I'm out.